This is the Double Deuce Podcast. Welcome to Double Deuce. Yes. It's I'm Nelson. And I'm Will. And it's 22 minutes of podcast. We talk about shit. Yeah. Double Deuce. Yep. Whenever you're in Lawrence, Kansas, grab a drink at Frank's North Star Tavern, official bar of the Double Deuce Podcast. Double Deuce. It's good for what ails ya. It's ale for what's good for ya. Yeah. You keep pulling that taffy. I don't. I, I just feel like I want to just explore. Can Can you let me practice my art? I'm just saying. You know, I feel like maybe you need to, to think of the thing beforehand. It's not like no, no, I no. Mean, this, this isn't a fucking Judd Apatow movie. I feel like right I now. feel like you've you kind of keep, sold out. I feel like rolling with it. I feel like this we've is all, new. I'm to just, you. We've only got so much time here. I feel like we start getting 40, 50 downloads all of a sudden. You're like, <laughs> maybe we should play this in advance. Uh, no, we're spontaneous. After we just realized that we have no idea what we're going to talk about. No, we don't. And that's all the more reason you didn't balk at me taking a little extra time with an intro that I thought was pretty ace. I'm just thinking, just, you know, I'm trying to uphold what's become the, the most recent corner of us talking about Will's improv introduction corner. It's really taking more time than it should. I don't uh-huh. want to be angry, but I'm a little upset. Let's talk to... Speaking of... That was a full uh, minute. Jason Keezer is here. Yes. What did you think of that intro, Jason Keezer? Well, it was fine, but I'm more worried about the dynamic between you two, where I just don't feel you guys are actually hearing one another. What do you do for a living, Jason Keezer? As it turns out, I'm a licensed uh, clinical social worker, which basically means I'm a therapist. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you, you, you were here for the last episode when, when Amon was uh, on and you heard that story that we all had to listen to. Last uh, week, right? Yes, this last week. Yeah, last, week that, was, that was all last week. Uh-huh. Um, well, what, and, and, you're, and you're a fan of the podcast. Sure. What would you the, say... The artist of our, of our, of our, uh, of our official, whatever is it, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably like a couples therapist because you got therapy in the, in the title. So uh, <laughs> let's, they're all the same. Let's uh, <laughs> according let's, to Will, all therapists are the same. Let's analyze. Let's. An- I'm trying to dig deep into our relationship here. Can you analyze? You're a therapist racist. Now, Chris, Will has the floor right now, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's really important that we use our eye statement. Can, can, just, can we have? I, we have I, I feel bad that he's using this time to. Throw his hate speech at you. I just want to find a dynamic that we can all live by. Now, Will, he just accused you of using hate speech. How does that make you feel? I think he's racist against me. That's a, that's not the worst thing I met to. I really <laughs> think that you're racist. That's kind of odd. That's, I think yeah. we've done a lot of good work here today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, this has gone well. So that was awkward therapy mm-hmm. corner for anybody. Who so was we're cured. Are we cured? You bet. Uh, All right. I can't prescribe anything, so this is as good as it's going to get. Nice, nice. Uh, what is uh, the best thing about being a therapist? Uh, the best thing about being a therapist? I want to know what, like, every day you go home and you go, yeah, I therapied some motherfuckers, and this is how. I would say the best part is recognizing that ultimately one of these days you're going to get a win. Which is all about the potential. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and that's not to say that every day isn't a win. Really, honestly, some days you get out of bed and, and you're on top of the world. Uh, but ultimately, just that idea that I don't get to know where anybody is in their process. And so to just be there at that moment and to recognize that it could get better, it could get worse. But as long as it gets somewhere. That it's it's moving forward. So that that's pretty much what carries me through. So so you're not you're not Im- immediately going into like like couples therapy with Nelson and I thinking I can cure these two guys. You're like let me see where they are in their relationship. Oh yeah, you guys may not make it. That's, right. that's the right. reality. I mean, what would you what would you put our percentage of making it at? How many episodes? 
All I can say, <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't be fair for me to put that death knell in there to say that you guys are going to make it to 100 episodes and then just go go on your own right. merry little ways. Uh, but I can say that your guys' willingness to be here today uh-huh. speaks volumes. It does say a lot. That's yeah. really that's really sweet. And I, I really I want you to know that I have no hard feelings for what I said earlier about yeah. you being racist. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. I still think you're racist against therapists. Okay, do we have to drag this out? All right. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, well, let's, that, that, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. That was, I feel. I feel. I much still feel better. like we made a lot of we made a lot of progress. I, so. if, if it wasn't progress, it was a movement of some sort, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, which is really all any it was, therapist it was can certainly ask for. Forward momentum. Yeah. Well, some sort of momentum. I'm yeah. not sure if it was forward That's per true. se. It could I mean, be, I guess, it could be a pendulum where it appears to be going forward, but it's really just circling ooh, something. Are you a pendulum therapist? Oh. That's exciting. I'm not licensed in hypnotherapy. I guess there's no license for hypnotherapy, but I'm not certain. Do you think aromatherapy is a real thing? It's a thing. It's, I mean, anything that works. It does right. exist. Anything. Okay. That's right. That's right. I've, I've never been to an aromatherapist, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking I've been. I've seen a scratch and sniff movie, and it didn't do anything for me. So I'm thinking that's probably same rules apply. Did you say a scratch and sniff movie? Yeah, they had this in the 70s and 80s. There were these movies where I they came. I kind of remember world. that. Yeah. yeah, they had like a scratch and sniff. Like at this point, you know, scratch uh-huh. 17, and you'd smell. Was there like a little fucking oh. thing that would pop up? Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they have a number in the bottom right of the corner. So like like the the gal would be you'd be watching Mystic Pizza. And the gal would be eating pizza, and you'd scratch it, and it'd have a little pizza smell. But not that there was technically a Mystic Pizza scratch and There should have been. There should have been. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm more worried that this wasn't necessarily a thing. Uh, it was just somebody trying well, to keep you Well, some guy handed me a piece of cloth, and he's like, smell this. That would, and, you know, uh, that would make a really good fundraiser for The Lodge, is us creating a Mystic Pizza scratch and sniff movie. You know, I feel like we <laughs> Which, should... it can't be that hard. It's like, what, you like rub some pizza on a piece of paper and then put like some glue on it, I guess? I don't know how they make those things. I'm not so we're already in Marketing Corner. This is yeah. great. So yeah, now uh-huh. bounce over to Marketing Corner. But, okay, yeah. Just rub some pizza on a piece of paper and put some glue on it. Just fucking do science. it. <laughs> nice. Why well, this is going really well? Um, I feel like we've we've. we've I really do want to know how they make scratch and sniff stuff. No, I do too. Because it's. I mean, you literally do. Like you, mm-hmm. you remember the scratch and sniff yeah. revolution. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you don't see it so much anymore. No. Um, but but it what was, happened? The internet, I guess. The internet, maybe. People don't emojis. care about. It's all about emojis. People don't care about what things smell like anymore. Yeah. And now that now we're a global society, they're yeah. like, "Fuck smells." But uh, I mean, an aromatherapist would probably be able to tell us yeah. if if we had one here. We're gonna have to look up, uh, put down aromatherapist for our next guest. I don't know what the scratch and sniff for validation is. I don't know what, <laughs> right, the what smell you're going to yeah. I think validation, uh, oh my god, it's got to smell like your grandfather, doesn't it? Like uh, Not everybody's grandfather. That's true. <laughs> not all grandfathers. That seems like a real... <laughs> it's either... The, the plus or minus of like either validation or anti-validation smells like your grandfather. Guys, my grandfather maybe. smelled good, so validation is the smell of Avril's grandfather. Uh, I'm just saying. But, I did, wanna... but did he ever validate you? Uh, once. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not supposed to talk about that, except with a licensed therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can talk about it. Oh, wow! This is your chance. Yeah. He, no, he was, a, he was a psychiatrist at Menegers. Oh yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I knew that. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was one of the. Uh, he was a head of one of the the children's uh, scratch and sniff board. The children's uh-huh. scratch and sniff board. Yeah, 
No, he he could never talk. He had so many non-disclosure agreements, like up to the end of his life, he could never talk about who he'd seen. But we secretly believe that he may have treated Marilyn Monroe for a while. But I, everybody who worked there's families probably secretly believe that their person who was working there treated Marilyn Monroe because she was there for a little while for rehab. There were several famous people there back in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a well-established uh, Freudian clinic. Uh, no, that that reputation uh, stuck with him for a really long time. My grandfather? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had this unique smell. <laughs> <laughs> smelled like validation. And I'm a better Marilyn Monroe. Maybe that's what validation smells like. Uh, Worked for JFK. Uh, oh, wow! That's one for the history buffs. It Burn. did, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what he would have accomplished if he hadn't, you know. Yeah. Hadn't what, Nelson? Hadn't what? You know. I feel like we're getting off the rails a little bit we here. We are a little. So, Jason Keyser, This you... is what happens when we go into the episode with no plan. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jason Keyser, you do art. Uh-huh. Thank you. I mean, apart from me... That's about as kind as a word I've heard. I will okay. say that that was... These are not the smoothest transitions like we had last. No, last, last time episode. was like butter. Yeah, like, but why can't you like, be more like Jeremy Ovid? Like that's, that's a question I wake up to every day. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to hold that against you, but let's talk about your art. Uh, I mean, or drawings, however you prefer. I mean, what do you like to call them? I mean, you... I just I, I'll I'll call myself an artist, but yeah. I really just say I do dumb little drawings, and they're they're, they're usually sort of pun based uh, in, in some capacity. I'm about eighty seven percent pun, so it's right. you know, it makes sense that uh, yeah. that's what would come out on the paper. Uh, and and uh, but but they're but they're fun, and and there's there's absolutely nowhere to find them. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Like they don't exist, have a website. Yes, but they don't. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> right. maybe they're not uh, drawings. They're Schrodinger's. Can we talk yeah. about that? Or why do you, you know, knowing that several people have, have sort of validated your drawing, uh, why have you never uh, put them into a collection? If you want an honest answer, uh-huh. it's because Facebook is a safe environment. Right. I know everybody that's there. Okay. And if I put it out there on the internet, which is terrible, right. uh, ultimately there's It does have the, yeah, it's like if people like it, they'll be like, hey, I like this. And if people don't, they're not going to say anything. Cause right. they're and I know them, them so yeah. ultimately yeah. I get to avoid that whole... Uh, troll piece of it, yeah, right? It's, Although it's that troll space. piece doesn't tend to like, like if people put words on Facebook and still get trolled. But, yeah, that's yeah. the interesting thing is I'll yeah. throw stuff up um, regarding you know some uh, more controversial topics like Black Lives Matter or like um, you know Indigenous people's rights and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and that's where the blowback comes from. But I've never gotten any uh, uh, gruff griff. <laughs> I don't know. I've, yeah, I've guff, never gotten any guff. guff. I've never gotten any uh, McGruff for uh, the drawings. Have you have you drawn McGruff? I haven't. Oh my god! Well, there yep. we go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's coming out. Of this. Maybe McGruff getting guff. Oh. He got McGuffed on his McGruff. A little less PG than I usually go for. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. It's actually really a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which actually, as it turns out, um, but maybe most of my terrible ideas do come from you. So. Yeah, I do. I do send terrible just, ideas. Just turned into that skid. <laughs> Sometimes I, uh, I I will actually uh, what I believe is a genius idea mm-hmm. either after having a lot to drink or being a very early in the morning or I have a brainstorm that I think is really good and I haven't gone back and actually logically rethought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I send those to Jason Keezer and Jason Keezer makes them into uh, sometimes makes them into art. Other, other times he 
he's like, yeah. but he never says anything. It was a great thing about Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a safe. He, play. he does yeah. though make sure yeah. to attribute them to you. All yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just <laughs> a little like I'm just going to distance myself slightly. I know I did pretend like I did partake in this. I, I'm playing a part, but yeah. you, but it was kind of a shield of like. But at the same time, if you don't like it. It's not on me. That's right. My favorite uh, story related to that is when I found out that one of the images, the idea that you had, you'd run by a Jacqueline and found out that uh, it was not going anywhere. So you said, oh, let's let's see what happens with this. And you brought it back to her. And she's like, yep, that's about as good as that could have gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my the, the, the thing I love and hate about my wife at the same time is that she is, if nothing, brutally honest. Mm. Uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful, you don't get it very often mm-hmm. from people, um, so it's a beautiful blessing. Uh, it's also a curse. Uh, and, uh, Your wife is a double-edged sword. <laughs> she, my wife is a double-edged sword. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but I love her very much, and she listens to this every, about fourth episode, so if, if it's... If we're on that episode, love you, baby. Remember back when we used to, to put in tests to see if she was one of us? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes she, she busted me on one. Uh-huh. One out of, again, one out of four. <laughs> 25% chance of wife listening. Uh, I do want to talk about your passive-aggressive attacks on, on your wife, though. Whoa! Whoa! Okay, this is back to therapy. Cool. No, I think we just covered it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, I'm not, I, I don't try to be, I'm not trying to be passive-aggressive. If anything, I'm trying to be aggressive-aggressive, uh, but just not directly to her. Which then Which, may make think, it passive. Yeah. passive aggressive aggressive. Yeah. There's probably some some exploration. Oh man. Well, how could I phrase that then in, in the future uh, as a therapist so that it's uh, either... how do you cut this Gordian knot of aggression? <laughs> exactly. How do we how do we fix me? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, and I'm 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 encouraged by the fact that you're even willing to ask the question. Thanks for coming in. Our hour is up. Uh, <laughs> look forward to, uh, don't make any big decisions between now and uh, the next time. I think time I, I, think we, I can get this talk. down, yo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Analyze him. What I do. <laughs> Just what you do. Uh, you got any uh, anything that you're, you're worried about with Nelson? Uh, well, I mean, other than you look at him, you know. I mean, he seems to be doing all right. I think that if he came into my office, um, I would probably say... Just be like a fist bump and like a, uh-huh. see you later. Yep. They do that in therapy? Mm-hmm. Well, not with, not I with you. I've never gotten a no. fist bump. No, like, no, no. I, I, like, like, I get like, like 20 just minutes... Just and be like, questions. you're fine. <laughs> they do that? That's a thing? Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's empirically I, evidenced. Oh, you know, it's evidence-based. Uh, suddenly I realized that I've always had good therapists. This is a, this is a learning moment for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Wow. I think we made a lot of progress. This is a very special episode, too. Two in a row. <laughs> yeah. I learned that I'm fundamentally broken. Yeah. And I'm, just, I'm flawed. And I'm condemned to navigate the system, trying to find the right combination of talk therapy and drugs and for the bumps. rest of my life. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm trying 42, to, guys. To to I don't that. have a lot of time left on this planet. If I'm not right by now... Trying to get to that acne of fist bumps. I'm never going to be. I'll never get that fist bump. Think about what that means, though. You, you finally embrace the truth. And now you can just move forward in your life knowing this is just the way it is. Does that mean I but get the it, fist bump? I'm not prepared to offer that at this point. I th- but I don't know that learning that you're never going to achieve fist bumps is a fist bumpable moment. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but that, that becomes, I think, a paradox that would swallow the world if he so, did fist bump you for realizing that you'll never be able to get a fist bump. That, that's, basically, that's I'm, like that's like when Ron Silver runs into Ron Silver in Time Cop and ceases to exist. Okay, honest question while we're on this, and I'm taking this to a slightly more serious level because you motherfuckers are being silly. But, I'm uh, being scientific. Uh, I, uh, I cited Time Cop. Uh, 
All right, to Freud. prove my hypothesis. Right. I'm experiencing that Jeremy Allman moment of, wait, what did I just talk about? And is this the best thing for me to put out there? In my life, I see people walking around who seem to fundamentally get it. Now, I can't tell you what it is other than some sense of the way the world works, which I have never fucking ever been able to cotton on to. It's something I, I like the people that other people are really comfortable around, people that other people really like or they find something about them really attractive. And I think what that thing is is this it of humanity that they understand that somehow they got a lesson in or were born with an innate knowledge. And I find my life is a constant... Uh, awkward attempt to to, to to find that, to, to join that, to be a part of that club of people who just seem to know what it is to be accepted and everything. Is that everybody's problem? Or is are there just people who just fucking understand what life is about, know their place in the world, and we just are attracted to them? I'm sorry, I was taking notes. What were you saying? <laughs> God damn it! I'm trying to do therapy here. I will only say because there's no answer to that question. You know, there is, there's gotta be you fist bumps. Ultimately, <laughs> my perspective, and that's as far as I can go with it, is that what you run into is everybody is broken, and that is beautiful because ultimately everybody has those foibles, everybody has those challenges. They, I think, um, peak and valley throughout life. You know, there are some people that probably have a higher threshold that can just kind of tolerate the bullshit that's out there. There are other people that are highly sensitive to it, right? You've got the people that are just uh, truly empathic to other people's experiences, and for whatever reason, they find themselves gravitating towards um, the the more um, aggressive people or the more um, abusive people, if you want to use that term. And so what ends up happening is we create these worlds around us, and then we think this is how the whole world works, Yeah, which I don't think can be true, because ultimately... So is it... So... so, so is it then by by that nature? And I'm sorry to get deep here. I know we should probably be talking about cocks, but is, is it? Uh, is that our mission statement? I, 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 I don't know. I feel like we're getting heavy. Two special episodes in a row. But is, so so is it each one of us uh, then creating our own false set of assumptions about what the world should be? And then those assumptions, those false assumptions, those false worlds coming into conflict. Is that what creates the majority of of, of of conflict, uh, maybe uh, maybe just got a little wanky there. But uh, I mean, is it our own assumptions that we make based on our experiences, without thinking about experiences of other people, or without considering those, that leads to so much uh, inner stri- inner interpersonal strife and drama? Like my assumptions are going to be different than your assumptions uh, when we come into contact. Uh, we, we're going to eventually have some, some problem over something, and it's mm-hmm. going to be because of that, right? Sure. And it- Boils down to cocks. I mean, that's, yeah, that's where yeah, it's probably it's all dicks. Yeah, I'd say like any kind of assumption that, that there's a, a normality that exists, and that if you are not meeting that normality, that there's something wrong, is false because the idea, like the actual normality that exists, is that all things are different and taken within their own context. Yeah, to set it up as a false perception or a false reality, I think, is kind of a non-starter. Because ultimately... To, the, to see something else and assume that that is what normal is and that you do not meet that criteria and that you, if you did, you would be fulfilled or happy is not good because you don't know what the actual situation is. You're viewing it through your own lens. Right, Still, right. I think it all boils down to anxiety. If we yeah. were to look at it from, from what you guys are talking about, I think it boils down to 
Um, oh, I have a lot of that. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. you're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're clearly, you know. But I'm not getting the fist bump. Like, there's uh, a fist bump. Can we have the. Yeah, but if you got the fist bump, that anxiety would just dissipate and you would be left with. with I don't know, Jacqueline, I guess. Or, or, nothing, or nothing else like. <laughs> Whoa, no. Hold on. That's, that is my wife you're talking about, sir. So I think the thing now is you're, you're building your entire existence upon like achieving this fist bump, and I, I think if you get it, you're, you're going to feel hollow. Because, but isn't is the, is the fist bump. Then, because then, like, what is the fist bump ultimately? And once you get, receive it, and then you're like, well, okay, what now? And then you realize you're still stuck with everything else that you had before. Yeah, but I got the fist bump, right? I mean, that's what we're all about. See, you say that, but if you look at look at Apple, Apple has mastered this. Um, they will sell you a new phone when your old phone works fine, and they do it based strictly on that idea that if you have this thing, everything will be great. And as soon as you get that thing, they tell you, "Oh, but here's a new one." And as soon as you get this thing, it's going to be great. And so there's that sort of perpetual, infinite pursuit of something. And once right. you have it, you're no longer looking at the thing that you have. You're looking at the next thing that you're going to get. That is anxiety in a nutshell. It's that uncertainty of, I'm doing okay right now, but if I had that next thing, wouldn't I be a little bit better? And what we do that moment is we, right. we shift from looking at how things are going now to how things will be. And what we end up doing is we sacrifice the well-being of the moment of the now by looking forward towards something that we can't possibly experience because you cannot live in the future. You have to, I think you have to become comfortable in the, the, the reality that you may never get the fist bump. But look at the things you have right now, the fist bumps, that are still good, like your wife. But then, so if the goal is not to get the fist bump, it's just to live in the anticipation that at some point you may get the fist bump, then so life, it, is the, life is acceptance of the fact that the fist bump is always going to be a little bit outside your grasp. Or, or in, in finally becoming... Comfortable with the fact that you may never get the fist bump. That's how you actually get the fist bump. Have you ever read Siddhartha? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this episode has been one big fist bump. I hope we fist bump. I feel like that too. was the thesis of Siddhartha: is that he only gets enlightenment once he stops pursuing enlightenment and sits back. <laughs> and I feel like that's what this episode turned into. Uh, we're about, we've got to wrap it up soon. Jason Keiser, where can we? So, friend you on Facebook if people want to see your art. I yeah. I mean, unless uh, you have a questionable. Um, Thing on if you don't look legit on Facebook, I probably won't friend you. But honestly, all of my posts are public. I don't have any um, anything that I'm really willing to hide. Uh, so yeah, check me out on Facebook, Jason Keezer, uh, which is a strange thing to uh, throw out there. In the universe, but I'm, <laughs> don't I'm happy to do it. That's my fist bump. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's, I that's feel like I feel like this has been a really meaningful episode. I really do. I feel like we've we've come a long way, and I, I feel like I, I'm I'm cleared up. Are you? How are you feeling? I'm fine. Fist bump. I'm getting fist bumps. Nah, god damn it. Double Deuce. Room for progress. This is Bob. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast. <laughs>